The AI Today podcast, produced by Cognolytica, cuts through the hype and noise to identify what is really happening now in the world of artificial intelligence. Learn about emerging AI trends, technologies, and use cases from Cognolytica analysts and guest experts. Hey, AI Today listeners. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. From books and materials ranging from fundamentals of AI to deep dives on implementing AI projects to AI ethics, tools, software, checklists, and more, our resources page will help you on your AI journey whether you're just starting out or you're well on your way. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. That's aitoday.live slash L-I-S-T. Hello, and welcome to the AI Today podcast. I'm your host, Kathleen Walsh. And I'm your host, Ronald Schmilzer. And uh, we hope you've been really enjoying, well, actually, we know you've been really enjoying our AI Today glossary series podcast, where we dive deeper into some of the terms you may be hearing around AI, machine learning, and big data. And some of these terms uh, you may have heard of, some of these terms you may never heard of, some of these terms you may have heard of and don't know what they mean, or maybe you know what they mean, but maybe misusing them. Regardless, you know, we, we put together a really big glossary on all of these terms, and it's available on the Cognolytica site. And uh, we thought, well, let's go through those terms, sometimes one at a time, sometimes a group of related terms, and explain what they are from the perspective of someone who needs to understand it, if they are working with others that may need to use that term, or perhaps folks who uh, maybe you're using it for a project, communicating with a vendor, or maybe you yourself, data scientist, machine learning engineer, it's okay, you may may, may or may not know all these terms yourself. And, you know, that's because sometimes these terms are confusing or we use multiple words to say the same thing or the same word means multiple things. It's it's a it's a bit of a mishmash, honestly, in the space. So it's worth our time to spend on that. And if this is your first AI Today podcast, of course, we've been doing this now for well over five years, getting into our sixth year pretty soon and hundreds of episodes. So you should subscribe, stay tuned and be knowledgeable by being part of our AI Today community. Exactly. So hopefully if you've been listening to this glossary series by now, you know that we have a very comprehensive glossary that we link to in the show notes. It's also available at cognolytica.com. I encourage you to check it out uh, in case there's terms that you know, you're maybe not 100% familiar with, or you just like a definition that's explained in plain English and not these complicated terms. So with this, we're continuing with our AI glossary series, and today we want to go over the term operationalization. So in case you've never heard of that term before, we wanted to present it at a high level, and then you can understand now if it comes up in conversation what it means. So at a high level, it's the deployment or placement of a machine learning model in a real-world environment where the model can provide inferences on real-world data. So models, and we've talked about what a model is in previous podcasts, so listen to that. Models can be operationalized in a variety of locations or settings and modes. So a a bunch of different types. So from batch mode or real-time streaming, hot path analytics, it can be on edge devices, in the cloud, on-premise, on a desktop, really in a number of, of 
places. Really, it's wherever the model is required to operate and provide inferences on real-world data. So you need to understand that and make sure that you're putting it in the best place. The term that AI practitioners use to describe putting a machine learning model into a real-world environment is operationalizing. So if you want to think about it, you go, well, is this really deployment? Is that the same thing? But models don't follow that same design, build, test, deploy, manage phase that maybe you would do in a software development project. So that's why we're not actually saying we're deploying the model. Because for machine learning models, there's really only two phases. There's the training phase and the inference phase. Yeah. And I think that's a really important way of thinking about it because these machine learning models, they are just, as we talked about in our models and algorithms podcast, you have an algorithm that's just a recipe that tells the computer how to learn from data. And to make your model, you take data that's supposedly good, your training data, you give it to the algorithm with very particular settings, and then you get this model, right? And well, the model doesn't really do anything. I mean, like by itself, I mean, it just kind of sits there. You need to do something with that model. And obviously that's the reason why you built it, right? So you put the model wherever you need it to do model things, you know, make decisions, make classifications, figure out natural language processing. And so therefore we have a lot of choices. We can take the same model and put it in many different places. As Kathleen mentioned, you know, the same model you can use in the cloud or on a server in our phone. But the challenge is, is that sometimes we can't really use that model, the same model in the same place, because maybe the model is really big and is very complicated and takes a lot of you know, processing to work. So while I guess it's possible you could put it, say, on a phone, in practicality, it wouldn't really work there because it's just too complicated to, to uh, you know, requires too much, too many resources to work, right? Uh, also, there's the consideration that the model needs data. All the model is doing is that you're giving it some real world data and it's making some prediction. It's making an inference, as we just said. It's trying to generalize based on what you trained it to do uh, with this new data. So if the data is not where the model is, then the model can't work either. So let's say you have a model that's doing some analysis of medical imagery data uh, information, actual medical imagery, medical images, and you wanted to recognize something in it. Well, if the medical images aren't on your phone, for example, then you can't have the machine learning model on your phone because there's nothing for it to operate with. So it has to be where the medical images are. And so a lot of the challenges of putting machine learning models into operations are really about moving the models around, versioning the models, moving the data around, versioning the data. So, and we'll, that's why we get into this whole thing. It's a whole space of dealing with all that complexity. So as Kathleen mentioned, there's those two phases, right? It's, and the needs for data and the needs for computing power in the training phase are actually very different than the needs for data and computing in the inference phase from both directions. One, you may need a ton of data to train a model, especially if you want it to make it very accurate, you know, very robust, handle a bunch of different things. If you think about some of the biggest models that we've talked about, some of these natural language processing models that perhaps some of the transformer models that we spent some time talking about, GPT-3, I just threw out a whole bunch of things, got lots of podcasts and all these things. GPT-3 is gigantic. It took months to train on billions of parameters, You know, lots of weights, lots of biases. Think about all the resources you need for training it. But the model itself, once it's built, 
can operate in much smaller environments and in much more efficient environments. You don't need the same intensity. So the one thing we really want to end up with is when you think about operationalization, you should think about what phase am I? Am I still am I training the model or am I running the model? And then when you're thinking about making this model work, you know, operationalizing, think about where is this model working? Where is the data working? Right? <laughs> Those are the two elements you need. Everything else kind of falls along with it. If you can figure out where the model needs to operate, where the data needs to operate, it will tell you where it needs to be on the server, the cloud, or all that sort of stuff. But we'll get more into those specific decisions and the different options we have in additional podcasts. AI Today listeners, we have something special to share with you from this episode's sponsor, Algolia. You may have recently heard our podcast with Algolia CTO, Sean Mullaney. If not, make sure to check it out as it provided some great insights into how AI is being used to enhance search in some pretty profound ways. If you're not aware, Algolia provides the world's only end-to-end AI search and discovery platform to power instant content discovery for any site or app at hyperscale. Every end-user discovery experience is guided by understanding the true intent. Algolia empowers organizations with a better way to build unique and engaging end-user experiences. Algolia's platform enables business users to automatically deploy new strategies with content and products using a no-code environment. As a result, businesses can automate merchandising and placement, instantly deliver the most relevant results with blazing fast speed, powered by a rich and engaging online search and browse experience. Learn more at algolia.com. That's algolia, A-L-G-O-L-I-A.com. Exactly. So again, our glossary series is really meant to just present these terms at a high level so that if they come up in conversation, you understand, you know, at least you've heard the term before and then you understand at a high level what it is. But of course, understanding something at a high level and knowing how to put it into practice are two different things. And if you've been listening to this podcast for a while, you know that we are advocates of doing AI right, including following best practices methodologies. And we are big advocates of the CPM AI methodology, the Cognitive Project Management for AI methodology. Many of our podcast listeners are CPM AI certified. And we have a very, uh, you know, large and growing list of CPMAI certified folks from around the world. So if you'd like to join that, we encourage you to sign up. You can go to cognolitica.com slash CPMAI. So you can sign up. And uh, upon completion of the training and all of the exercises, you will become CPMAI certified. But if you're not quite ready for that and you want to, you know, first uh, learn a little bit more about what CPMAI is, we have developed a free intro to CPMAI course that I know many of our podcast listeners have taken as well. So if you're interested in that, go to aitoday.live slash CPMAI, where you can sign up for free and take that course. I'll link to both of them in the show notes as well so that you just have to click on that link. Like this episode and want to hear more? With hundreds of episodes and over 3 million downloads, Check out more AI Today podcasts at AIToday.live. Make sure to subscribe to AI Today if you haven't already on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google, Amazon, or your favorite podcast platform. Want to dive deeper and get resources to drive your AI efforts further? We've put together a carefully curated collection of resources and tools handcrafted for you, our listeners, to expand your knowledge, dive deeper into the world of AI, and provide you with the essential resources you need. Check it out at aitoday.live slash list. This sound recording and its contents are copyright by Cognolytica. All rights reserved. Music by Matsu Gravas. 
As always, thanks for listening to AI Today, and we'll catch you at the next podcast.